And uh, want to make sure you got a pen and paper to take good notes. Uh, let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for another opportunity to bring forth the word of God to the people of God. This is going to be a great year, year of explosive miracles. We're expecting great things on behalf of the kingdom of God. Thank you for training us tonight how to walk and fulfill the purposes that you've given to us in this beautiful year of 2022. Thank you for great accomplishments. Thank you for great achievements. Thank you for great manifestations. And thank you for great demonstrations of your divine power. We thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, praise God. Tonight, I want to Go back over some things I've been giving to you. Uh, go to Romans again, and we'll get into our topic. But go to Romans. Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. We'll start there. We'll go over some things you saw earlier this week on... Um, line, but here um, in Romans chapter 5, verse 17. Now, listen. Um, before a fall of Adam, Adam, well, we can say the king of the earth. He had full reign. God gave him authority, uh, ability, to do whatever he needed to do on behalf of keeping the earth in the position that God wanted it. So now when Adam fell from his um, position in the Garden of Eden, he committed high treason. So what he did was he took his kingship. This is the one, he took his kingship and he turned it over to Satan. And so during the time before Jesus came, Satan began to rule. He was, began, he was the ruler of this world, or he was the king of this world. Because remember now, he has the kingdom of darkness. Because he has the kingdom, therefore he can be in position of a king. So, so he was running the kingdom of darkness until... Jesus Christ came on the scene, 
who was the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Are you with me so far? So there's something that was restored to us when Jesus died on Calvary and shed his blood. We got something back that God was to have in the first place. And Satan wanted it so bad, he again took it from Adam and Eve and he got the authority or the kingship or the rulership. I think over in 2 Corinthians 4, the Bible said he became the God of this world. Well, he became the God of this world, small g, he took over the world, but Adam had it before he took over. Now, in Romans, I'm not going to read the whole things. We can see it's talking about the death or the sin of Adam. With Adam's sin, he lost that divine rulership. It was transferred over to Satan. But when Jesus died on Calvary and brought us back into the righteousness of God, we regained kingship, rulership, dominion, and authority. All right? Now, I just want you to look at Romans um, chapter 5, verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, that was Adam, much more they which received the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Now notice, shall reign in life. R-E, let me make sure I'm spelling it right. Reign in life. Ooh, I love R-E-I-G-N, reign. Okay? Now, in life by one Jesus Christ. So we reign in life through Jesus Christ. Very important that you get that point. Now, in the Amplified, listen to this. In the Amplified, for if by one man's trespass, lapse, offense, death, reign through that one, much more sure, surely will those who are to receive God's overflowing grace or merit of favor and the free gift of righteousness, putting them in right standing. See, we was putting back in right standing with himself. Reign in the Amplified. They said reign as kings. Get a hold of that. Because that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about. Uh, kingdom authority. Reign as kings in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and the anointed one. So we reign in life through the anointing of Jesus Christ that resides on the inside of us. Now, understand this. God has given us total dominion over the earth. And we have to understand that, all right? I'm trying to give you some scriptures to show you that. Well, let's go over to Luke. Luke chapter 10. Come on, stick with me. Very good training tonight. Go to Luke chapter 10. Now, 
<coughs> excuse me, in Luke chapter 10, verse number 17. Luke chapter 10, verse number 17. Let me get there. Praise his wonderful name. Now, listen to this. Very important. And the seventy, these are the seventy that Jesus, that was working with Jesus, again returned with joy, saying, Lord, listen, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Now, the devils are frightened when you use the authority in the name of Jesus. Now, the church has gotten away from using that name. This is why we're not seeing a lot of activity going on that should be going on uh, should be going on in the church supernaturally because they're not using the name. He said, in my name, you shall lay hands on the sick. In my name, you shall cast out devils. So the authority that's been given to us is in the name of Jesus. So when we use that name, under the kingship authority, then God backs us up like he will back up Jesus if he was here on this earth. Now, we have to understand that and believe that and operate in that, all right? Now, notice, 18, and he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. Behold, I've given you power to tread upon serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, in the Amplified, I wanna break it down. It says this, behold, I give you authority. Now we learned this when we went to Ramah on the dad Hagen. He taught on uh, spiritual authority. And I begin to understand what God has given to us for as a believer, for as a representation of the kingdom of God. All right? Now, I've given you authority. Now, notice I've given you authority, and I've given you power to trample upon serpents and scorpions, any physical and mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses and nothing shall in a way harm you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, either we believe we have this authority or we don't. If we don't believe we have it, we're not gonna utilize it. If we don't utilize it, it's not gonna benefit us. But you've been given. Now, Acts 1 and 8 says, after the Holy Ghost come upon you, you shall receive power. One translation say dunamis, uh, that, that uh, supernatural power to do supernatural things on behalf of God. Now you and I must exercise, notice what word I'm using, exercise that authority. If you don't exercise it and build it up, you'll never see the benefits of it. Are you listening to me? If you don't exercise it and build it up, you'll never see the benefits of it. Once I got a hold of this revelation, I began to understand that I had authority over demons, authority over the devil, authority over principalities, 
authority over spiritual wickedness in high places and authority over principalities and powers. Amen. Now, I've had witches come in my service and try to hex me, and I bound them up. I had a gentleman coming in there um, practicing witchcraft, and we cast the devil out of him. So I'm not talking about something that I just read in this Bible. These are things that I've experienced and have done over the 35 years I've been in ministry. We have ministered and set many people free because we understand our God-given authority over Satan. Are you listening? No matter what's going on, you must know you have this authority available to you at all times. And somebody ought to say, hallelujah, praise God. Now, in Revelation, go to Revelation. We was there today. Go to Revelation. Well, before we do that, go, go over to, I don't want to go there yet. Go over to uh, Matthew chapter 5, 10, I'm sorry, Matthew 10. Praise his wonderful name. Matthew chapter 10, I believe. Remember now, we must exercise, build it up. Hallelujah. Let's go to Matthew chapter 10. Now, I love teaching on this because I know how real it is. Praise God. Now, Matthew chapter 10, and I wanted to look at verse 1, because these guys walk with Jesus, and he's trying to train them in this kingdom power that he has regained through the Father. And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, watch this, he gave them power. Notice what they gave them. He gave them power against unclean spirits. He gave them power to cast them out. He gave them power to heal all manner of sickness. He gave them power to heal all manner of diseases. Now, he gave them power. Why? Because that was letting them know that he wasn't going to do it by himself. See, the kingdom of God is a networking kingdom. God took what was in him and spread it out in the believers in the kingdom of God so that we could continue the supernatural ministry of Jesus with signs, wonders, and miracles. Oh, I can tell you so many miracles that we've seen over these years, seeing people get healed, delivered, set free, eyes open up, blind ears, unstuck, legs grown out. Hallelujah. Tumors leave. Glory to God. Cancer bizarre. AIDS. Yes, AIDS totally healed by the power of God. We've seen this, but it's not just for me. It's for you as a believer. 
You know why it happened? Because I believe in it and I exercise it. So I see these things that he tell me I can do in the Bible and it excites me and it thrills me that I can keep doing it over and over and over and over again to minister to those that are hurting, that are lost, that are scared, that are fearful. You have the authority to set the captive free. See, explosive miracles is not just for you. Explosive miracles is for those whom God put you in contact with to minister in this kingdom authority. And then you're doing what uh, Paul told you, do the work of an advantage. It don't mean you're an advantage, but the advantage flows in signs, wonders, and miracles. And it gets people born again. Oh, you want to excite God? Get somebody born again. You want to turn heaven into a party, friendly? Get somebody born again. All heaven rejoice when one soul comes to know God. They throw a heavenly party. Praise his wonderful name. Glory be to God. Now, go over to Romans, not Romans, uh, Revelation. Revelation. As you turn there, Jesus was the kingdom of God in full operation to exhibit the power of his father on earth. Let me give you that again. Okay. Jesus was the kingdom of God in full operation to exhibit the power of his father on earth. Remember, let's, let's go back. Hold on to Revelation. Let's go back to Matthew chapter 10. I need to do something over there. Just work with me now. Stick with me. Because you're going to see some things turn around in your life as you step over in this level of authority. It's in you. Because Jesus is in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. And the Father is in you. You have the divine trinity living in humanity. Did you hear that? You have the divine trinity living in humanity with power, authority, ability, strength. Now, Matthew chapter 10, let's look at verse number six. Now, we read 10, I mean, we read one, but he said, but go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Glory to God. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. He's seen four people raised from the dead. 
under the authority of Christ in our lives. Cast out devils. I can't tell you how many of them I cast out. Haven't cleansed in the levels yet, but we have seen the sick heal. Freely you have received, freely you give. So this is something you ought to be willing to give. Why? God made it available to you to help other folk. Now, so Jesus was the kingdom of God in full operation to exhibit the power of his father on earth. Now, go to John. Go to John. We might make it to Revelation. I don't know. Go to John chapter 14. Get ready to see signs, what miracles happen in your life. Hallelujah. You don't have to be in the fivefold ministry to see these things happen. You just got to be a believer in Christ, believer in the authority of the word, believer in the authority of the name, and you will see signs, wonders, and miracles. Someone ought to shout amen. Now, you got to be bold. You got to be strong. You got to be courageous. I always remember this. Excuse me, I'm going to drink some more water. I always remember this. It's not your power. It's his power flowing through you. So somebody said, what is it going to happen? Well, it has to happen because it's not my power. He gave me his power to do his work. So that means he will do what's necessary for that power to do what it's supposed to do. So I have no fear. The faith is in the power that's on, that's on the inside of my life that I know that's there that I received when I got baptized with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Glory, oh, hallelujah. Glory be to God. That power is there strong, vibrant, but you got to exercise. You got to utilize. If not, the devil would intimidate you and you would have the keys. Remember, he said, I give you the keys of the kingdom, whatsoever you bind. I think the, the church got the keys and are running. They ain't binding up. They got the keys and running. And he said, the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. He wasn't lying. But church, stop believing. So grab a hold of your faith. Grab a hold of this word and know that you have been deputized, authorized by God to do the works of Jesus. He's expecting us to show forth the authority of the kingdom of God. Some ought to shock glory to God. Now, Notice this here in John 14. Now, the kingdom of God was flowing through the connection with heaven. So Jesus was connected to heaven on earth. Remember, he said, I only do what I see my father do, and I'm going to say when I am my father. So there was a divine connection with the kingdom of with the kingdom. That's what's on earth and the kingdom that was on heaven. There's a divine connection. There's a, what we call a portal, a supernatural portal that flowed between God 
and Jesus on this earth. Hallelujah. Now, watch this. Here's most of the church today. Notice this in verse 9. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. And Jesus said, have I been so long time with you, and yet thou hast not known me, Philip? He that have seen, watch this, he that have seen me have seen the Father. And how saith thou then, show us the Father? Well, you've been all this long time. Well, you think, who you think been flowing through me? Who you think been doing these things? It hadn't been me. It's been my father. And then he goes on to say, believest thou not that I'm in the father? Now, here we go. Believest thou? I need, are you, I'm asking you, do you believe this? Believest thou that I'm in the father, that you're in the father? Whew. Are you listening? Verse 10, believest thou that I'm in the father and the father in me? Do you believe this? Do you believe it? That, that you're in the Father and the Father's in you? See, if you don't believe this, you ain't going to operate it. You're going to be timid. And you're going to be fearful. Now, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. Jesus is making it plain. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Get a hold of that. The Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Now, get a hold of that. Meditate that. A father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Now, in Amplified, it says, do you not believe that I'm in the father and that the father's in me? But I'm telling you, I do not sell my own authority on my own accord. But the Father who lives continually in me does his works, watch this, his own miracles, deeds of power, deeds of authority. Come on, church, rise up, take your stand. Hallelujah. Jesus is waiting for us to step into this zone in the kingdom. Why the church is not talking about this at this time that we need to really hear this. Now, let's keep reading. I'm almost finished. Don't get off. Believe me, verse 11, believe me that I'm in the Father and the Father in me or else believe me for the very work's sakes. The works you see, it's evident that it's God doing it through me. It ain't me. See, that's what you got to realize. It ain't me. See, when I lay hands on the sick, it ain't me. When I cast out devils, it ain't me. Hallelujah. Are you listening? It's him working 
through me to benefit the lives of others. I just make myself a vessel he can use. Are you making yourself a vessel that he can use? Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory be to God. Now, notice 12. He shifts and goes directly to us. Early, early, I say unto you. Now he's making it personal. He's making it personal. I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works, not work, the works that I do, he shall do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go to my father. And whatsoever you ask in the authority of my name, that will I do. Come on, believe this, activate this, exercise this. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. Touch yourself. We are sons and daughters of God. The Father wants to be glorified through the sons and daughters. Come on, touch yourself. How we glorify him? We do the works. We do the works of Jesus. Hallelujah. The same spirit, Romans chapter 8. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead now dwells in your mortal body. It resides on the inside. The same spirit that went to hell and got him out of hell and put him in heaven. That power and authority. And Satan know it. But he don't want to happen. It's for you to know. It. That's why I'm glad you're on this line tonight. No. You have that authority. Somebody say, I have that authority. I can use that authority. That authority will work for me because I am in the kingdom of God. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Listen, we have been given kingdom authority and kingdom power to execute demonstrations of heaven. Woo. Now I tell you, I, I see some things that blew my mind. We was in Conyers, Georgia, and I was running a revival. We had drove and we got in, they changed. As soon as we was getting ready, get in the cars to go to the meeting, and just start pouring down. It's just something fierce. 
I said, Lord, you know we got to get to the church. He said, well, you do something about the rain. Listen to me. I say, what? He say, then I say, peace be still. He say, stop it. Now, you got to be ready to go here. So I say, in the name of Jesus, I command this rain cease. And instantly, it stopped. We jumped in the cars, got to the church. And when I got in the church, I said, you can rain again. And it started raining again. That is the truth. So I know these things are real. Hallelujah. Just got to exercise it to see it happen. Praise is one of We are, I'm closing. We are the kingdom succession of Jesus. We are the kingdom succession of Jesus. Representing heaven. God expects us to minister like Jesus. Are you hearing me? God expects us to minister like Jesus. As we finish the works of Christ from heaven. Are you listening, class? You know, in my years of study, I've studied one person only, real intense. You know who that was? Jesus. Jesus was my focus in my study time. If I'm going to be his succession, how did he do what he do? How did he carry himself like he did? So now I need to re-transform my mind to think and operate like him. I've been doing that over the years. Jesus, I want to be more like you. You know, we got a song that we sing, but I think they just like singing it. They really don't do too much with it. Now, I'm looking for something. Somebody say amen if you can. Are you receiving anything out of this? Listen, let's not let the father down. In this day and hour, people need our hands. People need our prayers. People need our voice. You are important to the kingdom of God.
I can give you more, but I'm going to stop right there. I give you enough. Meditate this. Peter, James, John, Paul, Titus, Timothy, these guys perform the works of Jesus. The church is an extension of Jesus. Not just the four walls, the church. We are the church of Jesus Christ. Let's step into the flow. Watch God manifest his power and authority in your lives. All right? Father, thank you. We're living in such a time where this authority need to be seen and heard around the world. If you were here today, we would see great things happening. You will have great crowds of people following you. You'll walk through cities in that authority, in the power that God gave you. And you will handle things in such a way that the world will know that there's a God. Give us that boldness to exercise and walk at the level you walk, Jesus. That we may Benefit the kingdom. You're soon to return. The signs are everywhere. So thank you now for blessing your people, encouraging your people, and Holy Spirit helping the people of God to walk in this authority. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I pray. You have been blessed by this as much as I have. Minister Jared is going to put on a line how you can sow your seed tonight. Worship God with your tithes and your office. That's how we take care of the kingdom of God. Also, if you'd like to sow into my life or anointing, I have a cash app. Jen will put the cash app. The cash app is still available. I think some of you didn't know. The cash app is still available for you to give as the Spirit of God leads you to sow into the authority and the anointing of Jesus Christ. Listen, it's been a pleasure ministering to you this word tonight. Sunday morning, we'll meet at 8 o'clock. I might pick up where I left off tonight on Sunday morning. Also, don't forget, I'll be ministering in New Smyrna at One Court Ministries. Those that can come and join us, I would love to have you come and support the work of God. 
I'm expecting God to do something wonderful in that meeting. So you be praying for that meeting. Signs, wonders, and miracles will happen. Deliverance. I'm just expecting God to do great things. I love you. I appreciate you. I speak over you tonight. Grace, peace, increase. I love you. We see you on Sunday morning, unless the rapture take place. God bless. <laughs>